radio and uh, away we go. Three, two, one. And now for Pucks and Pints. Brought to you by Jimmy Sports Lounge in Kingston, Ontario. Anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. My name is Coach K. Welcome to Pucks and Pints Radio. Things are getting closer. Things are getting tighter. <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk about it tonight. I'm going to uh, remain mostly quiet uh, until I uh, address my elephant in the room, <laughs> as they may say. Um, I'm sick of you all texting me. I'm sick of you all calling me. And I'll tell you what I feel about it. Just a little bit later. But until then, uh, the Big B is here from Queens, New York. Does that mean we have to like you know go really, really quick in through the playoffs, spend about 15 minutes so you can spend the rest of the show talking no, about no. your elephant in the room? I wouldn't do that to you. Uh, I, I, say. I, 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 I've been rehearsing it all day, and I think I can, I can condense it into five minutes, I think. Big elephant, I, big room. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't think, think five can, minutes is going to do it. I don't think you can condense it into five minutes. And because of that, I think we need to know what we're drinking because we're all going to need drinks listening to you go go on and on about the elephant in the room. So let me throw it back up to Windsor and uh, uh, the master of all things craft beer, bacon, so he can tell us what we're drinking. By the way, he's wearing a uh, Frank's Brewery. Uh, hat and um, I don't think they're our major sponsor. But anyway, I don't have a post-game brewing or a locker room logger hat. All right, <laughs> hint, hint, hint. But uh, I would love one. I, I'm going to start before I show you what I'm drinking. I'm going to show you something I drank last night, Big B. It's just an it's an American Pale Ale, but it is the coolest can I think I've come across yet. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. We got a solo here. <laughs> now that is cool. That was the side of the can. It was a it was a beer called Naughty Neighbor, and it's just an American pale ale inspired type beer. But I saw the can and I thought that's got to be one of the coolest cans that I've come across yet. Are, are you saving these like on a wall? Okay, so if you've noticed in in past weeks, the spot behind me was stairs. Yeah, I put drywall up and I have a locker room logger tin sign that I won a few years ago in a 
in a contest, which I found and didn't even realize I had. So what I'm planning on doing is putting all those cans on the wall. Nice. So it'll be behind me for... And I've got... Uh, so in the early days of the show, I didn't can, have a book. Can we vote? Can we vote on the cans that we want on the wall? I'm going to put them all on there. Okay. I, I've got... I've got I, they're all sitting around in a box over there. You're so, going to so need. You're going to need a uh, before his question. You're going to need a bigger house. Yes, and maybe an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this this pale ale that you drank yesterday, did it taste like raspberries and tree bark? It did not. It did not. It tasted like a standard standard pale ale, and then the one I had later on after that was a black currant something or other that was red and. Yeah, it was good. It tasted like black currants and... It did, and pomegranate. Yes. Do you realize that uh, raspberries and tree bark could be a show name somewhere else? It could. It'd actually probably be a decent beer, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so much like in Big B fashion, I have a book. Okay, good. And this good, book good. Is, was given to me by my daughter for Christmas, and it is a beer journal. Ooh. And every, every beer that I've had on the show, I... I write in this this book, yeah, and give it a rating, and that way, if I ever want to go back to it, you know, um, I can go back to it and find it and that sort of thing. And when your doctor tells you you have uh, sclerosis, <laughs> yeah, I can go back and say this one caused it. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight, tonight sampling. Uh, I'm just I, I've got a, a bunch of stuff in the fridge. I'm just going. Stuff I've had before. It's a holiday here. I didn't have too much ambition. I didn't do anything today. So we got the, uh, the banana bread beer again. And then, as always, I've got our locker room lager. Now, I'm going to point out, this was the can that uh, we started with at the beginning of our show when they, when they helped us out and sponsored us. Yeah. They rebranded. Oh. Into the can on the... I guess it'll be on your right. Hang on, let's uh, bring that up. There you go. Yeah. So oh, the uh, so we need the hockey a hockey jersey's uh, the old one. We need a new That's poster. Funny. Yeah. So I, I reached out and I'm waiting to hear back from their their uh, their my guy to see if he's got any uh, you know marketing stuff I can throw on the wall behind me or any of that kind of stuff. A um, little bit different uh, as far as the can goes. Um, I noticed a couple other differences on the can that I'm waiting for some clarification on just to see, you know, before I say anything. But uh, the beer tastes the same. So well, that's the main that's the main thing. Uh, so, yeah, I've got a couple of these in the in important. the wings as well. And, and how, how, how did you feel today when Canada shit the bed and, and lost? I actually just saw the saw the uh, the score about 10 minutes ago uh, and I, I couldn't believe they lost. So, to Norway. Yeah. I mean, not to say Norway's a bad team, but we shouldn't be losing. I can't imagine the Americans have ever lost to Norway. Uh, I'm sure we've we've lost some bad games, so it may be Norway's one of them. I don't know. I don't know. All right, guys, here we go. I, I'm, 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 a, I'm about to be humbled, which is very rare. 16 teams enter, and only one survives. It's time for the race to the cup. I have no idea what's going on this year. 
I have no concept of hockey reality anymore. Do I dare say I think the Florida Panthers are going to win in five? I, 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 it's beyond my conception of how this team is winning hockey games. It, it, it's beyond reality of how Bobrovsky is, is actually living up to his salary and, and, and may be the Con Smythe winner. 155 shots in three games, 150 saves. I refuse <laughs> to admit they may win the Stanley Cup. And then we got Vegas and, and Dallas. That, that, that That's like a dog fight. It's gone one goal either way, and I, I still think Dallas, when they go back home, I... I I, I just don't know. Guys, I'll throw it over to you. Dallas had, <clears throat> Dallas had that game yesterday if it wasn't for a bad turnover with two minutes left in the, in the third period. They, I mean, they had that game. So that's a pretty even game. Uh, both All four games actually have gone to overtime, which is crazy. But uh, uh, I think uh, the Dallas-Vegas series might be much closer than the Panthers-Hurricanes series. I think I called... I called Florida in seven, maybe. Yep. Uh, yeah, you had Florida work. in seven. I had Florida in six. Ken had Carolina in five. Well, He's it, maybe I, having I, a change of heart. It may I, not I have. I'm, I'm being I, honest with you. I'm humbling myself tonight. I, I, I mean, I mean, you, you're pulling out two overtime wins on the road. So now you home ice advantage and all the momentum is on the Florida Panthers side. I don't know how Carolina comes back from this. I, Bob, I, I, out of his mind, and neither Ranta nor Anderson are are going to match that at this moment in time. Is this LA twenty fourteen two point one? I don't know. Well, it, it's um, I don't know. Again, I'm going back to just saying what I said a couple weeks ago when it started. I hope they go all the way so we can say we lost to the best. Whether they're not the whether they're the best or not, truly remains to be seen, but I'm a, I'm a strong proponent that if you're going to lose, at least you lose to the team that goes all the way and wins. And Interestingly I, enough, I, I, while you're I, on the I, topic I, of the, the overtime wins, there have been two players in NHL history to score back-to-back -back OT winners on the road in the playoffs. Okay? Mm -hmm. Matthew Kachuk is number, is, is number two in 2023. I'll give you guys a guess at who the other one is. And it's 72 years ago. 72. Can you give me an actual year? 1951. Not a, not a clue. Howie Mertz. <laughs> <laughs> nope. When you, when you hear the name, you're going to be like, oh, well, okay. But Maurice Richard. Oh, the Rocket. The Rocket is the only other player to score back-to-back -back OT winners on the road in the postseason. So he, Kachuk is in some pretty pretty hallowed company for that accomplishment. All right, that, boys. That's so, the guy you don't like. Yeah. You don't like Kachuk. No, no, it's me that does yes. not like him. Yes, you don't like I'm talking to you. You do not like Kachuk. I'm eating a humble pie the entire show. 
Okay? <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I am absolutely not going to argue with you at all tonight. And, and no, Joe Litz, it's not Happy Gilmore. <laughs> um, all right, guys, what do you say? Florida, what do we got? What's the road? I, dude, I, I still think Florida's got it. I, I don't know if it's going to go six. If they keep playing the way they're playing, yeah, it, it'll be less than six. I, I think Florida's got this series, but then the, the flip side of it is where I'm not, I'm not sure yet. Like I was I was bummed yesterday. I, we had a barbecue. I had the game on. I, I got a blaring in the backyard while I'm while I'm cooking. Dallas is up, and then my wife says, "Hey, we ran out of parchment paper. I had to run to the dollar store." While I'm running, I'm listening to it on NHL radio in my car, and they tie it up. They get home, and I, okay, cool. OT is going to start, and then boom, Vegas wins. I'm like, you got to be kidding me right now. Like like you said, Dallas had that game. Mm-hmm. One bad turnover, and then the game was just about over. Wyatt Johnson, had he been able to score that goal, it would have been done. Turns around, goes the other way, game over. I'm going like, to stick with Dallas. I'm, I'm, I'm still there. I stick with Dallas too. I, I, it's going to be a very close series. I don't. It, this, the two nothing <clears throat> series lead isn't an indicator of how that series has gone. Uh, I think it's a very close series. It, it may very well go seven. I mean, the, those are two good teams. Florida, I said seven. I don't think it's maybe five. I don't. I don't yeah. know if Carolina is going to last four. You know, I, I think Carolina is going to get one in a lucky win. Is they what I look think is like happen. crap. Oh, they do. I think I think uh, uh, Florida wins tonight. They go up three nothing, and then Carolina wins. Uh, what's the Monday, Wednesday, uh, to get it to three to one? They go back to Carolina, and Florida wins. They, they steal it on the road, eh? Yep. And, and then, the and then, and then, and then five thousand the people, teams. five thousand people, uh, go to Florida and watch the Stanley Cup. And remember, last year the home teams won like everything. It's a yep. much different year this year in the playoffs where the road teams are are winning a good portion of these games. Yep. Yep. This is the road the road team season for sure. Yep. All right, guys. Uh, why don't we go to Jay Vegas and we'll go right into uh, all the fun stuff. Buckle up for the uh, elephant in the room. Yeah. Jay Vegas, who... Oh, oh crap. There's a show tonight? Uh, <laughs> last I checked, we weren't canceled. Anyway, everybody mute, and uh, we'll uh, we'll head to our uh, our good friend Jay Vegas. Hey everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of Pucks and Pints Radio. Jay Vegas's picks of the week. We were four for four going into last week. We were kind of heating up. We were really heating up. Four for four. And it went four for four in the second round of the Pucks and Pints playoff pool. You know what? I've mentioned that enough. We're not going to keep going there. I'm going to go two for two in this round anyway, but we'll see. We took Rupe Hints last week to get a point. He didn't get a point. And we also had, we should have kind of stuck with the whole Vegas theme, but whatever. Listen, we're going to stick with this again. We're going to stay with a player. Like right now, we have two teams in the semifinals that are both up 2 nothing. Vegas is up 2 nothing, And the Florida Panthers are up 2 nothing over the Carolina Hurricanes. 
I think that we might see two sweeps in both these series. I mean, for sure, Vegas is going to sweep Dallas. But I think that the surprise sweep is going to be Florida. I think Florida can do this. I think they can sweep Carolina. I would sprinkle a little tiny bit on Florida tonight. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a former Kingston Frontenac, Sam Bennett, to get a point. You're laying a little bit of juice on this, okay? You're laying minus 120. It's minus 125 in some books. I bet you can find minus 115 if you shopped around. But that's what we're going to take tonight. A little tiny bit on Florida Panthers to beat the Carolina Hurricanes. But the big bet tonight is big Sam Bennett to get a point, to score a point. Any goal, any assist. If, uh, once again, folks, like I said, if you can find a site that lets you do same game parlays, you should be looking at about three to one, just greater, just better than three to one. If you take the Florida Panthers to win the game and parlay it with Sam Bennett to get a point. I mean, you're probably going to get in the neighborhood of six to one if you take Sam Bennett to score a goal. I think he is going to score a goal tonight in the Panthers win. But let's play it safe and let's just take Sam Bennett. To score a point, we want the Carolina Panthers to win the game. One loss out of our last five, folks. It's not bad. This is where we get back on track. Trust me, guys. And if you're interested, if you think that Vegas, even though I think Florida can do it too, if you think Vegas can sweep right now up 2-0 on Dallas, right now most books are offering three to one odds so you can get three to one on the sweep that's vegas to win two more games straight on the road and sweep the dallas stars i like that too guys i would put a little bit on that anyway we also we also have the jays tonight you know what it's not it's not pints and bats let's just forget about the jays we'll see what happens after the the hockey season ends I'm probably out of a job by then anyway. Two more weeks, folks, and the Stanley Cup's done. They kicked me to the curb. Tonight, Sam Bennett to get over a point, minus 120, maybe minus 115, and the Florida Panthers to win the game. That's your pick of the week, folks. Good luck. Enjoy the rest of the semifinals. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. I, I, I have to admit, Jay Vegas is on a roll. He's he's uh, he's he's been doing pretty good. So so we we need to average him out between all his the beginning of the season he was on fire, the middle of the season he wasn't, and now he's back on a roll. And uh, rumor has it, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, Jay Vegas will be joining us live. Next week. Hey. We should see if we can get an all-live show and see if the, the Jolins is available, too. Oh, he, he, he doesn't do that. But we do have the uh, Sports Minute coming up 
shortly. Um, here we go. There's lots to talk about. <laughs> we got lots of time. You guys ready for this? Hmm. What does the future hold? Let's find out inside the crystal ball. Uh, you know what? I'm, 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 I'm going to let bacon start things off. Well, where do you want to start? You want to start? Uh, well, let's just we'll leave the leave the elephant a little bit longer. Let's go to Calgary. Let's start in Calgary for this week. We got what do, uh, what, Craig, what do you, Craig Conroy. What, what do you think of that? Being named as the GM, I, it makes sense. I mean, he was the assistant GM since 2014. Yeah. So I mean, he he knows what's going on. He's kind of got his finger on the pulse. Let's. I guess it's it's only logical to see if he can kind of toe the toe the line and get the team back in shape. Right the ship. Yeah. I'm I'm okay. Here here's here's what I'm curious about. Today I read a thing that said uh Hullabuck is going to Buffalo. Do I saw that. Do 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 we now see a Stanley Cup? Yeah, in they, Buffalo? they were interested in him and willing to to talk. So I'm telling you, man, that's the only piece they're missing. And um, as much as I inherently dislike that team, um, you put Hellebuck in that net. <laughs> oh my gosh! But of course, it's all rumors until because you know free agency hasn't begun. Nobody can talk to anybody. So this is all rumors. Nobody, nobody's being traded at the moment. Uh, you know, it's just rumors. There's a lot of rumors that fly in the offseason. Most of it doesn't come true. You're, you're right. You're right. Most of the... Oh, uh, and it's, it's tough to keep track of too, right? Because you're scrolling right. through whatever feed you're looking at, whether it's Instagram or Facebook or, you know, uh, capfriendly.com or whatever. And, and I mean, there's just story after story after story about so-and-so wants to do this and so-and-so wants to do that you know but uh it's one of those oh, things uh, that you know gms and, and teams can reach out and ask permission to talk to certain players when the deadline gets to that point yeah right so they can queue up what they want to do mm-hmm. whether or not they actually do it is the the other point right the other the other piece of the puzzle i'm really um, curious right what now. they'd uh, what they'd have to uh give the Jets, but yeah, I don't know. I, I you, you look at Buffalo, and I I don't know what they'd want to get rid of, um, because some of their their, their bigger contracts they got to hang on to because that's their talent. Yeah, right. So I don't know. Maybe they got something stored up. I, I don't know how they ended with cap cap room and stuff like that, and what they got to play with. But they have draft picks too. You know, um, they'll make it work probably. They have draft picks, but uh, yeah, no, you, you're <laughs> completely right. Everything's a rumor until you see uh, the biggest mistake of all time. John Tavares signed with the Maple Leafs. I was in Chicago at the time. What a frippin' donkey of a contract that is now. You were utterly excited. I, I was crazy over it. I don't yeah, know. The, who Island, the Islanders fans weren't too happy, but hey. <laughs> oh, dude, he, he still lives rent free in the Islanders' heads to this day. 
because, like I said last week, don't listen to what players say because John Tavares, that whole leading up to free agency, I want to stay on an Islander, I'm going to be an Islander, I'm going to stay here, I'm going to sign a contract. And then he went and signed with Toronto. So, the Johnny Goudreau violin. <laughs> yeah. hey, I always said to the Islander fans that with that signing, why are you so mad that he went home, he went to play for his hometown uh, team? If he would have signed with the Rangers or the Devils or, you know, anybody within that, you know, the Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, fine. Have at it. But he went home to side, to play with his hometown team. Why would you fault him for that? He had that some loyalty. To me. I guess he had some loyalty. Who's going to coach the Rangers, Big B? That's what we want to know. That's the uh, burning question. That's the one that I had on my list next. The, the well, interviews with Babcock and LaViolette. And... So, what I'm reading, and again, it's all rumors, and you can never trust Larry Brooks for nothing. But uh, from what I'm reading, they, they, they interviewed um, LaViolette. They interviewed Babcock. They have permission to, to interview the assistant coach from Toronto. Um, that LaViolette is the favorite. Mainly because, surprisingly, Babcock is supposedly very far down the road to coach the Blue Jackets. Good for him. That is, That's where that people is go the, to die. That is the Bring rumor me Quenville. Of, uh, Bring me Quenville. That's the rumor coming out of uh, Larry Brooks, who, again, you can't, you can't trust Larry Brooks because 99% of the things he writes is wrong. But according to him, he, Babcock and the Columbus Blue Jackets are very far down the road for a coaching agreement. That leaves Peter Laviolette. Uh, everything I'm reading, although Chris Knobloch should get a shot, he's an outside chance. They want a, uh, 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 a coach with Stanley Cup pedigree, which Laviolette has, uh, coaching superstars, which Laviolette has, um, and a good X's and O's guy. How do you feel about that? I'm okay with that. I don't. I don't mind Laviolette. Well, uh, you, this he, is he, also the guy that liked Gerard Gallant, and he better good, not be linked to Toronto because I'll lose my. I swear to God, I'll never watch hockey again. I'll cancel this show. I will never watch hockey again if Gerard Gallant comes to Toronto. Remember, remember what I just said. Thing people say things all the time that aren't true. That's one of them. <laughs> If you if Gerard Gallant went to the uh, went to the Maple Leafs, and they got to first place, you would be the biggest Gerard Gallant fan on the planet. Oh no, I I, I, I will not. I've watched him play in Detroit. I've watched him coach his entire career. He's another one of these guys that gets uh, that that gets to the show and never drives the horse home. <laughs> I, I no use for Gerard Gallant whatsoever. As a player or a coach. Another name to throw out real quick for the Rangers search. Uh, they've been linked to Jay Leach, the assistant uh, over in Seattle, who's apparently a very uh, popular name these days in coaching uh, vacancies. But uh, I think as of as it stands right now, all signs point to Laviolette. Of course, that could change tomorrow. But I pray to God that right Rod Brindamore gets fired. And he oh, comes yeah, to I don't Toronto. see him going anywhere anytime no. soon. Even if no. the Canes don't get to this, he is he is the best thing that has happened to that team. Right. He's won a Stanley Cup with that team. Yeah. The man uh, is 
He's gold. He's gold. I love him. Yeah. Yeah. Either or not, they move or they don't move. I love Brindamore. He's a player's player's coach. That's what I was going to say. It's funny that you look at some teams, right? You watch them play. You watch the coaches. You watch everything about the organization, right? You don't see the GMs a whole lot, but you, you see the coaches, you know, in between challenges and, and on the bench and when they're coaching and this and that. And I'm going to use Edmonton as an example before, uh, before, uh, um, oh, I can't even think of his name. The guy, I look at him and I think it's a, it's a shampoo commercial when I see the coach. It looks like, <laughs> yeah, doesn't look a like a hockey coach at moron. all. Yeah, he's a moron. Yeah, right? he's a moron, yeah. So, so you look at him and you go, man, you know, I, I don't know that the players really respect this guy. Like, he's here as the coach, but... It seems to me like the players maybe just kind of go, yeah, okay, cool, coach, whatever, and then it just, you know, stuff happens. But you look at Brindamore and you go, yeah, you, you don't want to mess with that guy. Like, he tells you to do something, you do it, and, and it I, works. I, I don't necessarily you know? I don't necessarily believe that is his message. They know he's won a cup. They know he's won awards. How the guy is not in the Hall of Fame already as a player, maybe he will be as a coach. But what what I hear, what I listen to is it doesn't matter who goes down. Someone slots in, you play the system, and you go. And, and obviously it's not working against Florida, but I really respect this team. I really respect that guy. He, You could give him any player in the league, and he'll plug him in and... Love him. Absolutely love him to death. Him and the they're guy in St. Louis. The two favorite coaches, Burby. They're a team that, that could benefit from a player like Hellebuck. If they improve their goaltending, they they oh, could be standing unstoppable. Yeah, Carolina's been fun to watch just from the fact that with the amount of adversity that team has gone through, the amount of injuries... And and just shakeups and 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 players getting hurt on and off, goaltending issues, they still seem to win because he you know? plays he he plays a system, okay. So and and I'm honestly starting to believe that Vegas does the same thing. No matter where you're slotted, you have a job. Mm-hmm. No matter how much you make. No matter where you come from, this is the way we play in Carolina. And I'm starting to believe Vegas is is the exact same way. Yep. This is your job. You're expected to do this job and this job only. Let the other guy do his job and everything comes together. You're not the 60-goal uh, scorer or the uh, multi-million dollar giveaway man in, in New York. <laughs> you play the system. This leads me to my next conversation. Go ahead. So the okay, thunder let's... rolled. The, th- the, the thunder rolled across the hockey community, and we saw Brendan Shanahan spill water on himself. He was shaking. He was he was tremoring. I mean, this is a guy that worked for him for nine years and and was his protege. Um, they decided to move on. From Dubas. Good call. 
You're happy about that. I'm, I'm, I'm very much at peace with that call. Because I'll tell you why, BB. Um, even, and I'm unemployed and, and I don't have any offers on the table and no one's knocking at my door. But when we coach this game, we largely concentrate on trying to improve, uh, improve players' abilities and whatnot. But the parents, the kids, the coaches, if you ask them honestly, they want to win. Dubas can't win. Can't do it. Um, too loyal to the guy on the bench. He's got to go. I'm telling you right now, you have till the end of this month until the no trade clauses come in. And ev again, everyone's crying. Nylander's got to go. Nylander's got to go. No. Marner for Bo Byram in Colorado makes the most sense. You got a good, solid defenseman for the next, I don't know, eight years. Marner's got to go. He's overrated. I've been telling you this since the beginning of time. But before you trade him, you better sign Matthews. And you better give him whatever dollar amount he wants. Then, with Marner's contract gone, or Nylander, if he's your sacrificial lamb, if he's if he's the guy you you really don't believe in, even though I think I've seen him more play big time than than Marner any day. You have some cap space. Would I like Tavares to go? Absolutely. There's another ten million. Could you? But I'm watching the the, the, the playoffs, guys, and I'll shut up in, in thirty seconds. I'm watching Florida, who did nothing. I'm watching uh, Carolina, who basically did nothing. I'm watching the stars. I'm watching Vegas. You need some horses to win a Stanley Cup. Not four guys. I, I, as far as I'm concerned, the core four, I'll smash my head off the wall right now hearing about the core four. They're not doing it. We need to shed two contracts, two bacon. And I would even consider signing bunting if we could shed two. What do you think? Or is he frozen? Well, that was pretty good. That was three and a half minutes. That's, that's, <laughs> you came in pretty good. I got a stopwatch running here. I thought it was going to go longer than that. Well, oh, so, I could go all night if you let me. There's not enough time. So... So let's let's I'll, I'll go back to the beginning. So Dubis obviously out. Um, I'm indifferent to it. He could have stayed. He could have went. Um, I think the bigger issue is the coach, which coach has got to go. Would never go if Dubis was still there. No, and and that's the thing, right? So you got you got Dubis out, and then Spezza announced his resignation. 
which see you, you later, know, maybe Snowflake. He's, maybe he's loyal. See you later. Hey, listen, Bacon. Between me and the gatepost, before you go any further, who is Spezza? Oh, what? I'm walking out the door. I'm I'm friggin' Bobby Orr. I I've changed the whole franchise. Yeah, I'm worried about who's gonna stay and who's gonna go. God bless you. There's the door. Let's play some hockey. Right, and that's 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 the thing with Spezza, right? I think he had an obligation to resign because Dubas gave him a job when most other organizations would have kind of said, okay, cool, you're, you're going to retire and you're not going to play anymore, bye. Like, thanks for your support. You know, you can help out somewhere, but we're not going to make you an assistant to the GM or special assistant to the GM. Um, you know, there's rumors out there that, uh, that Dubas is, is possibly looking to wait to talk to the Pens and the Senators. You know, again, back to the rumor mill. You know, whether or not it's true or not. See you later, alligator. Contracts. So that's the interesting one, right? The the immediate thing that Elliot Friedman put out right after Dubas was gone, after talking to some of the players saying, hey, how do you feel about, you know, what happened and this and that, was a lot of guys were saying, well, we don't know what's going to happen with this this Matthews contract now. Like, they have to lock him down ASAP. Regardless of who's in charge, they have to lock him down. And like you said, they have to say, listen, cool, man. You want $14 million a year? Done. You got it. You know, He's whatever the guy. you want, sir, we will give you at this point. And then they need to look at those contracts. My thought, though, I, I wouldn't I, – I agree. Of those four, maybe even the top five guys – two of those contracts have to disappear. The catch for me is I'd like to see Marner stay. He did more often. See, I know you hate him. I know you, you, it's just a con constant, constant battle. Uh, he did more offensively than anyone else in that core four in the playoffs. He did more offensively and defensively. He showed up more than guys making more than him. And right. every time so, he gave the puck away, well, you could care less. Yeah, it it, it it negates itself, right? Like, for, for every it two good things you do. It does not himself. He's a diminutive 185-pound forward who can't play in the Stanley Cup playoffs. We don't need him. Okay. Well, so so of those four, let's say, let's say Marner goes... And they, they signed Matthews, so now you've got Tavares and Nylander. I know you want Nylander gone. I, I, I can't imagine it in all my life if you watch that man play hockey. Yeah, I, you would I don't think his contract was good to begin with. Like, that whole that whole contract, what was it, five or six years ago now, five years ago, when he just sat, sat down and said, well, I'm not playing unless I get this much money. And then he just sat and sat and sat, and finally they caved and said, okay, fine, we'll pay you. And then he came back and did nothing. Right, he's been diff getting better, and he's had he's had a great season. He's, you know, this is probably one of his best seasons, this last season gone by. But again, I, I still don't see the value. So what you're telling me, but I don't is, see the value it, in Tavares either. So 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 what you're telling me is when Marner's dad uh, told us that he was as good as Austin Matthews, and we signed him for 
10.5 million or whatever he signed for. He's a Johnny Goudreau. He's a soft player. We don't need him. We need contract space. Get rid of murder, ladies and gentlemen. Well, and that's and that's the issue. They do need contract space. They need cap space badly in order to put some more pieces into this puzzle, right? And, and when and, you've got your top four taking up $39 million, him, him that's and, a problem. Him and uh, Panarin and Kane would make an excellent line until <laughs> the postseason. <laughs> can I, can, let, I want to throw out a wild scenario for you guys. That'll never come true, but I want to get hear your thoughts on it. Toronto, at this point, they kind of need to do at least a little bit of rebuilding, right? Out of the core four, Austin Matthews is the one that's going to get you a lot. If you were to, if Chicago proposed Austin Matthews for number one pick, which is Connor Bedard. Sold. That's no. what I was going to say. Would you go for it? Hell I yeah. I would assume they would add in additional picks. Like, you know, maybe a second rounder or something to that effect. So yep. there was there was a young man in uh, Arizona who decided to uh, go back to uh, Minnesota. What's his name? Um, what was it? He was the number two pick overall. Um, You're talking about Clayton Keller? No, no, Keller's, Keller's in oh, the package there, right? too. So, but who's the who's the dude that just went back to uh, college and refused? Oh, fan, uh, not Fantilli. Um, Cozy. Uh, Cozy, you're. I don't know. Anyway, you take the kid from the University of Michigan. You take Clayton Keller, and you give him Austin Matthews and a first round pick, and I'm happy. And you still to trade Arizona? murder. To Arizona? What, yes. No, what I'm asking you is if Chicago comes to you and says... Never going to happen. Thing, it, won't, it, won't, guard, it won't happen. Matthews, would you do it? No. That's another small little piece of crap. At half the price to start, though. No. Right? You have all this cap room oh, that Bedard's not going to demand $14 million coming out of the gate because of then Chicago's going to look at him and go, enjoy the OHL. Right, of course not. So the not you, you need the muscle and you need strength. Is anybody watching the playoffs right now besides me? There are no <laughs> small men doing anything. No, you're absolutely right. It's it's a slugfest. You can go get Ryan Reeves. I can't remember the kid's name. Block. Heard Chicago's interested to protect Bernard. No, no, I, I hang on. Um. But I, I, you know, while you while you look that up, you're looking at the court. Like you're not going to get a lot from for Nylander, Marner. Although, again, another thing that I read, which was completely stupid, the Rangers should trade Panarin for Marner. Which is Cooley is his name. Cooley. Oh, Logan Cooley. So Cooley and Keller for Matthews. Guaranteed. Marner for Bo Byram, I'm in. And you sign Ryan, Ryan O'Reilly for three years over five. Yeah, and again, he's another one that, that came out and said, look, I'm not I'm not sure what's going to happen yet, and I haven't made a decision to 
I'm going to stay or go or go out and free agency or what the deal is. So these guys they got. Uh, no, we're talking too much about the Leafs. I don't want to do it. But Akari, Riley, uh, Sam Lafferty, uh, Jake McCabe, um, Luke Shen, another one. Sign them. Yeah. Talking yeah. too much I about the Leafs. Who is the breakout team next year? I really do think it's Buffalo. Hmm. Yeah. Breakout team next year. Jeez. <laughs> well, I got to get I mean, my mind off this. Or I'll, I'll, aside I'll, from a goaltender at this point. If I don't change the subject, Big D, I'm going to go insane. Um <laughs> I, I, I really think Buffalo, I think if they can get a goalie of some sort, even if it might be Samsonov, Samsonov might be available. You never know. You don't want Samsonov to go. Well, we got Wall, you, baby. You're going to have that Wall. Hey, he's, I'd be honest, he, he played way better than... He did play. He, he played better. He's, he's, he's a better number two than Matt Murray, for sure. Yes. But I don't think you want Samsonov leaving right this second. No, no, I don't think so either. Maybe, I don't know. It's. Give me credit, ladies and gentlemen. I tried to take the attention away from the Toronto <laughs> Maple Leafs, but these guys brought it right back. You buy Murray and you suffer the pain. You get rid of these contracts and you build a team that can actually play hockey. But let, I mean, let's be realistic. You're not going to get a lot for the other three. You're going to get a, a hell of a lot. I think you get a lot for Marner. I, I, I think Marner, Bo Byram would be a great trade. Well, yeah, Mar Marner's at, at 10, what, 10-5 right now? 10-6 or something? So yeah. you're going to get at least 10, right? You're not going to get and, less And, than and you've got, what are we right now? May 22nd. You've got nine days until he has his no trade clause. And you know yep. that little bitch ain't going to go anywhere. But what are you going to get in return? I mean, you're saying Bo, Bo Byram. Byram. I'm good with that. What are you going to get in return for Tavares and Nylander? Well, Tavares, you just, hey. Not a lot. Give me Kevin Hayes in Philadelphia. Maybe you get a, maybe you get a couple why. picks. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I'm not, I, I don't know. And stop know. with the Nylander stuff. He needs to stay. He's the core. Him and Matthews. Again, I'm indifferent to whether he goes or stays. I just don't think he's worth the money we're paying him. Oh, you're crazy. <laughs> he's your big guy. He's your big highlight, your big game guy. Not Marner with, mm, I think I'm going to flip it over here. Maybe someone will shoot it. <laughs> Let me All right, switch gears and ask you a question. I got another question for you. Going into next season, team already has a new GM, not the not the Maple Leafs. This team already has a new GM. They're searching for a new coach. Uh, if their goalie goes back to Vezina form, can the Calgary Flames contend next season? Yes, I've I've I've, I've said this since the. Beginning of the year uh, to you guys. They're, Calgary and Winnipeg are two places that have a problem with their culture. Mm. 
I don't. They've got a very good team, and I and I like Markstrom, and and I I think the team in front of them is 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 good. Um, what the message is in the room confuses me. Um, good team. I, I I think they're very good team. I picked them uh, the beginning of the year to do very well. I I yes. Yes, I, I, I stick with him. Um, Bacon knows goalies more than I do, but. Yeah, I, I think I think they could make a decent a decent show of it. If if Markstrom can come back and and backstop that team. Right. The biggest issue they ran into this year, other than some growing pains with with getting Huberto and, you know, some of those trades they made. You can't win if your if your your team has a goals against average of higher than five per game, right? But like across the entire season, like they had a few really good games, but then they had a few really bad games, and that but, skews your stat a little bit. But so you they, need they've, a they've fired the farmer now. The farmer's gone. Yep. Okay, hard nose, Mister. Uh, you know who do you bring in? I don't know. Boudreaux, Babcock. Who knows? Dave's out there like crazy. See, that's the problem with with Calgary, right? Who fits into that? Who fits into that market? Like, I don't see Babcock in that market. I don't see. I don't see. You know, um, like say Quinville gets the okay to come back and interview, and I don't see him in that market. Like, there's a specific, like like you said, Winnipeg, Calgary, um, even Vancouver to a certain extent. There, there's a market there that you can't just throw a guy into and expect it to work. Um. I don't know. I don't know who fits into that picture yet. Um, A lot of people really like Rick Dockett over in uh, Vancouver. Yeah. I don't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw a name. I'm gonna throw a name out there. Mm-hmm. Well, if I could choose anyone by the bench of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you guys will laugh at me as. I would choose DJ Smith. However, what about Dallas Eakins? Let go by Anaheim. Players love him. Do you think he could coach a superstar team like Austin Matthews and if they keep John Tavares? I don't know. I I, I don't know. It It takes a different breed of coach to handle... Big time superstars. So is he Quenville? I don't know. He's talking to uh, Batman apparently. To apologize would you, because would you really want Quenville and all the baggage that comes with him to coach your team? He, he's he's a Stanley Cup champion. I understand. I understand. Uh, he's a great coach, and he was rumored on the Rangers too uh, at the very beginning. But because of what happened, uh, and because of his role in what happened. There's a lot of baggage that comes with him. On the ice, X's and O's, he's a great coach, no doubt about it. Do you want that off-the-ice baggage to go along with it? That's the big question for anybody that wants to sign Quinville. Do you want that in Toronto? Is the the off-the-ice baggage still there, though? I mean, we know it's there, but is it there? In this culture of, you know, 
everybody's offended by everything and you know you do one thing wrong you're crucified for life yes it's still there so then do i we, guess with with that argument is the patrick kane baggage still there okay so here's the the when it comes to me i and i'm as old school as old school comes i said this earlier in the show yeah, cancel culture, yicky dee doo. Don't say a word to anybody. The end game is to win. Mm -hmm. I would take Coinville. End game. Yeah, I, end game. Is right, the end game is to, to win, win, obviously. But your team, at least for the first half of the season, if they were, if if he was hired would be answering questions on a daily basis about him, the incident that happened, how he's handling the locker room now, you know, every step of what he does on a daily basis, Austin Matthews would have to sit there and answer those questions. As oh, long sure. as Mitch Marner is not in the room, I'm quite sure there would not be any problems with the boys. I hesitate to ask. Are you implying there may be some qualities about a certain number sixteen that may spur some? No, Ill he's very pretty. You gotta admit, <laughs> he is very, very pretty. And this is his love-hate relationship. He may him. or may not be better looking than my wife. I'm not sure. <laughs> You better watch out, Melissa. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, at least you know if he cheats, you know where he's going. Yes, exactly. 100%. <laughs> so, so again, trying to leave the Leafs. We've been let's trying go. all night. Big B's the one that keeps fishing. Let's go across. I took us to Calgary. Completely across the country. Arizona now has no home. Nowhere. Kansas City. Quebec. Nowhere. And, so, and, and coming along with Arizona not having a home, I found it interesting, and I, I, I got a humorous laugh this week of Clayton Keller's dad coming out and quote-unquote saying, he will not play in Arizona again. This is terrible. He will not be returning. And then two days later, oh, my Twitter was hacked. And I yeah. didn't say it. <laughs> yeah, bull crap you didn't say it. Like I wouldn't play so, there, though, either. I Honestly, so, I... I uh, so here's the here's the latest that I've read on Arizona. One, they'll be playing back at Mullet next season. Yep, they're they're under contract for three seasons. They're definitely be, they'll definitely be back there next season. There is a a piece of land in Mesa, Arizona, which has, currently has this giant shopping mall that yeah, the old mall or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. it's it's been it's been deemed to be torn down. So they are uh, looking at that as an option. Another option that I read that I don't know if they're actually looking at, but was to do something with the Phoenix Suns where they would share an arena, much like the, the Rangers do with the Knicks at mm -hmm. MSG. Um, yep, that's Toronto and, yeah. Yeah, yeah Detroit, yeah, they all do it, A lot of teams yeah. do it between hockey and basketball. Um, I don't know if the Phoenix Suns owner would be into that, but that's another thing I've heard, you know, thrown across the table. I don't know how true it is or not. But I do believe that the Mesa location is their next option. So you think they're, 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 they're going to stay in Arizona? 
for for right now they're staying in Arizona. And from what I read, the 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 Mesa area, again, I don't. You can take this with a grain of salt, but it's supposedly where the bulk of the Arizona Coyote fans are reside. How they figure that out, I don't know. That's why I was going to ask you is how far, because that's the other thing, right? Like. Um, uh, you'll remember Bacon when the uh, when the Pistons played in Auburn Hills. I wasn't a, mm-hmm. a big basketball guy, but like you were like a hour drive to get oh, yeah, to the arena. Yeah. So convenience is everything. Yeah, uh, so we'll have to see, but for sure they're playing in Mullet next season. Yeah, they, they, that, we don't know. The are interesting we, thing uh, that I I heard the same thing about the Phoenix. Um, Phoenix Suns, Phoenix Suns um, proposal. And the, the only thing that works really well for that is basketball and hockey seasons pretty well run simultaneously. Mm-hmm. So any any construction you have to do, you can start the minute the Phoenix Suns get eliminated for being in the playoffs, which is usually about three quarters of the way through the season. <laughs> and then, and then uh, start work on, on putting in, a, you know, the arena floor and then the removable you know, basketball floor and whatever yeah. else. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's cool they want to stay in Arizona. I don't know if it happens. Uh, two yeah, things. I, that's a big two. thing. And there was a whole, I mean, the the, the the vote in Tempe, from what I understand, was was not because the town didn't want, the people didn't want it. It was a very hugely political issue. Uh, having a lot to center around the airport and the traffic and this and that. So there was a lot of sway in um, their air, their airport. Whoever is the spokesman, the head of the airport, they had a lot of sway in that. So uh, it was a very political vote, from what I read. Uh, I'd be that. curious to know the average age of the resident in Tempe. I, I, I I'd like to know if to I, I don't, well, you got to look at it. The Arizona. The Diamondbacks play in Tempe. Uh, they play in Tempe right now for ASU. That's where that's where Mullet Arena is. It's in Tempe. So it's, not, you know, it's a sports town. I want to see Bacon wear a Suns jersey uh, on the show. <laughs> hey, if anybody listening wants to send me a Suns jersey, I'll wear it. <laughs> uh, by the way, Bacon, since they are playing in that stupid arena next year, uh, you and I should hook up and do a trip. Uh, that would be pretty cool, actually. And I bet you it wouldn't be a very a very expensive trip either. Uh, you know, cheap flight to Arizona and then probably a $25 ticket to go see the game and then uh, probably spend more on beer and hot dogs than, than the, the tickets. All right. We'll 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 work on that, ladies and gentlemen. Bacon and I to Tempe. There's a, and my boy's going to want to go, and I'm sure your boys are going to want to go, which means that's a bigger trip. The yeah, women, the, 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 the women can go drink wine and paint. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but we're gonna end up. It won't be me and you. If if you and I do this, we're gonna have the boys with us. But uh, well, or we do, or we, we we find a way to do a live show when the three of us go. We leave the kids at home. Oh my god! I'm down to head to Arizona. My son would disown we'll pick up me. Joel, and he uh, can do a live segment while we're there. There you go. Uh, speaking of, I think we should uh, get over to Mike before we uh, talk anymore. And um, I'm trying to think if there's uh, any more teams I wanted to get to. I, I'm sure there was, but 
Let's go over to Mike uh, Mike Jolich and his Sports Minute, folks. Now it's time for Sports Minute with Mike Jolich. Hello, 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 pucks and pints. How are you guys doing tonight? Uh, hello to Coach K, Big B, and hello to you, Bacon, as well. Today is May the 22nd. It is now time, the Sports Minute. In NBA news, the Lakers are one loss from getting bounced from the playoffs. <laughs> They're playing the Nuggets right now, and the Heat is one win away from bouncing the Celtics to go to the NBA Finals. Yeah. The Brewers played the Rays on Sunday. It looked like they were going to choke and lose the game, but hey, they didn't. Boston sucked yesterday. Jesus. Kyle Larson won the NASCAR All-Star Race last weekend. Bubba Wallace took second, and Tyler Reddick took third. Kyle led the whole race. And finally, in the news, there is less than three and a half months away from regular season NFL football. Yay! Yeah. Yay. <laughs> All right, I guess this does it for Mike's Sports Minute. I'll be back next week, guys. You guys take care. Choose out on a feeder. Say later. Bye-bye. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. All right, I'm going to throw a couple of questions out to you guys, and uh, we'll, we'll uh, have a little rapid fire for the last uh, little bit. First one I have is um, who's going to end up owning the Ottawa Senators? Uh, Snoop. Big B. Snoop. Snoop. <laughs> You're saying He's Snoop, the there one, it is. Like after, um, after Ryan Reynolds withdrew, uh, Snoop is the only other part of a ownership team that I know is bidding on them. I don't know anybody else. So yeah, right I had that now, on my Snoop. list for last week, and we never got to it that Ryan Reynolds pulled out and yeah. his group kind of disappeared. So, yeah, I, I mean, Snoop already calls games in L.A. He does some play-by-play now and then. He does some color commentary. So I think I think he's got an in there already, and... Uh, you know, he's got a good proposal that he wants to grow the game uh, in, in you know, L.A. He in, was in the areas he, that kids can't afford to play. So this yeah. is a perfect, perfect way to do it. Yeah. Him and that 81 year old that's on the, uh, the, the cover of uh, Sports Illustrated, uh, Martha Stewart. They could be blowing darts up in the up, up in section 191 in Ottawa. Um, she looked good, though, didn't she? You, you, I hey, thought she did, For but I got years old being in prison, being she looked pretty good, and she makes good cupcakes. Apparently, she makes good cupcakes. <laughs> um. Anyway, so Snoop, <laughs> as, as <laughs> oh, it'll give me every more reason to hate that team. 
Not Can just because other- not just because they have one of the Chuck brothers. <laughs> Do we know of any other uh, uh, um, ownership team that is bidding on them? I haven't heard of anybody. Apparently, the bidding the closed. The bidding closed apparently last Monday. We've heard nothing. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I wonder if they have to make sure that they can secure finances and prove that it's legit and all that kind of stuff. But I, you know, aside from the Snoop factor, uh, he's a he's a fabulous businessman, right? He is just um, he's a World Wrestling Federation superstar. I think he's, he's got uh, he, 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 he's he's cooked on wacko tobacco constantly. I don't know. Whatever. If he's going to help the game... And it's a brand new world. What do I know? If, if he's going to grow the game and help the game and and, and really you know, throw his all into the Ottawa Senators, why not? Yeah, let's go. It's not going to hurt anything. Snoop, there it is. Snoop, there it is. Yeah. So, yes, he's the only one I know. I know they. it has to now... Once they once they uh, guarantee all the the like like Bacon said, once they guarantee all the financing and all of this, then it has to go to a vote for the rest of the by the rest of the owners and all of this. So there's still steps involved. We're not going to find out the new owner for you know probably in the middle of the off season. How do you guys feel about the new culture in uh, Philadelphia? So they hired a uh, they hired an announcer. As their president of hockey operations, and and they gave blessings to uh, Briere. Um, no comment of his son, who's now going before a a trial. But how do you feel about that? Uh, Philadelphia, the Flyers. At least Daniel Briere was a player. Yeah, I don't know who I don't know who that that president, the broadcaster president is. I have no idea who that he is. Was, uh, yeah, he was ESPN do uh, uh, dude. I don't know. He was an ESPN dude. Yeah. Well, let me let me draw comparisons then to uh, uh, a different sport. When uh, my Las Vegas Raiders hired Mike Mayock, who is an NFL draft analyst, as the GM, that worked out terribly. Yes. Yes. Now that you mention that, I I, I don't want to go back to the Leafs, but you know what would be the the most perfect ending of all of this? Is if the Leafs hired P.K. Subban as their general manager. Good old Slewfoot Subban. Good for him. Yeah. Philadelphia is a, it's a loyal town. Like you look at their football team, you look at their hockey team. It's a rough bruiser. Like like I said a couple weeks ago, you think of Philly, you think of blue collar, just beat the hell out of you type town. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something to this guy. I don't know. I don't know how long he's been with the organization. I don't know like how long he's been a Philly guy, you know, who he knows. But I don't know, man. You got to have a really, really thick skin to be in that town and, and be in a, in a job like that. You know what I really liked is a blessed... Torts. Torts is our guy. Yeah. How do you think that relationship goes long term? Torts and Briere. I don't know Briere. You know him from his playing days. Torts is a very brash person um, that doesn't take any crap from anybody and wears out his welcome fairly quickly wherever he goes. I don't know how that's going to work with Briere. I don't, you know, Briere seems very quiet kind of person. I don't see I don't see him kind of 
forcing his will on Tortorella as far as player movements? I don't know. Just me. But, and I may get this wrong, but the general manager, as far as I understand, is the guy that's in charge of uh, assembling the troops. In my day, it was up to the coach on how we deployed them. But nowadays, the GM and the coach work together and kind of making the trades and making the free agent signings and all of that because they want to fit scheme and, uh, you know, all, you know, who fits in with the locker room? What needs do you have? Who can you coach? Who do you get along with? Things like that. So GM and coach kind of work hand in hand nowadays. All right, Bacon. Who's going to uh, sub the bench in uh, Anaheim? Oh, geez. Um, I don't know. I, you know, I can see, I can see Babcock out there. Um, that's a good young team. Yeah, it is. And I, I think he would do well with a young team where guys aren't going to push back a whole lot. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's a lot of guys that are unemployed. There's a lot of guys, you know, in these AHL organizations that are just waiting for their turn to come up. Um, They've got a real young team with a lot of promise. So maybe, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe a Babcock, maybe, uh, like you said, the, um, the, the guy in Seattle, Jay, um, Jay Leach, Jay Leach, maybe the interesting part about him though, is Seattle's kind of got a good thing going. They, you know, where's uh, where they got in second year. So where's Anaheim on the uh, draft? We got one minute, but, uh, are second, right? Or are they? Yeah. Yeah. So you you have to assume they're going to take Adam Fantilli. Um, so they're going to have a good team. Whoever. And uh, you know you put Fantilli with Zegris. I mean that's a pretty good combination. So yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see. I, I don't know. Um, uh, Ten seconds, guys. Would anyone hire Hitchcock again? I haven't heard him up for any open job. All right. No, neither have I. All right, kids. I don't, I don't think so. We'll see you next week. Jay Vegas may or may not be live. Um, keep your eye on the game. It's going to start momentarily. Uh, could be a Florida sweep. I can't believe it. Anyway, away we go. Thank you to all the listeners on our affiliate stations. To find out more, check out Pucks and Pints Radio on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Subscribe to our YouTube channel now and make sure you never miss another upload. This is Pucks and Pints.